Hi, Rick Lambert, and welcome to This Marketing Show. we got a special edition today. We've got two awesome sales leaders from Hub TGI. That stands for Hub Technology Group Incorporated. These two awesome ladies, millennials in case you can't tell, head up the sales teams at Hub TGI, located in Toronto, but servicing right across the nation. Xerox's largest partner in Canada, but services technology-wise well beyond that. Document management, IT services, security services, the full gamut, a one-source solution for businesses looking to get ahead of the curve. Now, today we want to talk, I think, about culture, and we thought, why not bring two superstars in? Is that right, Cheryl? That's right. Two superstars, two of my favorites. We have Renee and Brianna joining us on the show today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for coming. We are talking about company culture, but specifically, we're talking about how to build that, how to create that in this virtual world that we're in. So, Renee, I want to start with you. Um, welcome to the show, and thank you for sharing your knowledge with us and our audience today. What would you say if you had to identify one of the biggest challenges that you've had when the whole world kind of shifted uh, to a remote workplace about eight months ago. Yeah, so thanks for having us. Um, I think our biggest challenge was when you're not physically with people, it's really hard to feed off each other's energy. So um, we, Brianna and, I, Brianna and I always talk about how um, we kind of, when we were mourning our social life, we also kind of mourned our work life. Yeah, there's like an actual, there's like a, a big overlap, I would say, um, between, you know, your, your company culture and, and the social aspect that happens at the office, and then also carrying that into your personal life. So you're not just not seeing your coworkers, but you're, you're really kind of not seeing anybody. Um, Brianna, did you want to add to that some of your, some of the things that you've noticed? Yeah, so uh, mimicking what Renee had said, specifically in our office, we're a pretty uh, millennial dynamic uh, group, and we've become more than friends, I would say, even outside of the office. So uh, making sure that the energy mimics what the office had to bring um, was definitely a challenge at the beginning, but we've implemented a bunch of different virtual strategies to kind of help mitigate that for us, um, and we're excited to share a couple of those things with you as well. Awesome. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, culture often starts at the top and you've got to have a great leadership team. Both of you are general sales managers. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been exposed to the hub organization for a number of years. And if there's an organization that, you know, works hard and plays hard, I think you guys would typify that great place to work, learn and grow and, you know, make money as well if you're a salesperson. So what have you guys done around culture? Talk around what you've done, because you guys have really moved the needle big time versus what I think other organizations have done. Well, thank you for that. Um, it's definitely something that we pride ourselves on, I would say, as an organization. So uh, one of the things that we're, we're most proud about is we do something that we call the Monday morning rise and grind. Um, so it's typically local health experts that either host a training session, so like a workout session with the entire group, um, and or we're focusing on Monday mindset. So usually leveraging platforms like YouTube for mindset or sorry, for uh, led meditation or mindset shifting, shifting sessions. Um, so it's really setting the tone for our people and making sure that we're all aligned on uh, positive affirmations and, and movements for the week ahead. And Renee, we've actually taken a lot of those activities that you guys have, have worked on with the staff and, and taken that to the social media platforms as a way to share that content um, and then see like what other organizations are doing. And it's been, we've had like, you know, some really good responses to that. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, we've definitely been trying to leverage a lot of social platforms, uh, namely LinkedIn, because we're a professional organization. Um, so we went through um, a process of training everybody on how to leverage LinkedIn best, and then started kind of stack ranking people on who was posting the most, who was sharing the most content, um, and creating the most engagement. So I think that's been really effective in making sure that we can get uh, messaging out to our clients um, in more ways than one. And, and, you know, one thing, Cheryl, I think that this team has done extremely well is Renee mentions the rack and stack report. And, it, you know, we're all when, when numbers are shown visually, there's a stat that says the people pay 30 percent more attention to them. And I think you guys have done an awesome job as well, like too few have and including your people in your social media communication, whether it be video pictures. And uh, I just think that pulls everybody into the raft together and uh, in a virtual world. I just think you guys have done an awesome job there. Now, tell me about these uh, weekly happy hours I heard about. What's going on in those things? <laughs> they are my favorite, to be honest. Um, so typically each team, we have four teams at Hub TGI. We're specifically getting together with our individual groups by creating kind of a group-led discussion or specific games to them. Uh, one of my favorites favorite happiest hours was uh, uh, led by my team where we went around and we provided each of us with a compliment or two compliments per person. Um, specific, so each person in the group goes around and gives the one person one or two compliments. Um, and we definitely left feeling way better about ourselves, but also our performance within the organization and really saw the true value that we brought to the team. Um, so it definitely boosted the team morale, I would say almost 100% more than it would have been kind of the week before. Um, and we leveraged this session as well to talk about best practices that the team has done uh, either the week before and or something they're looking forward to on the week ahead. So it's really kind of engaging and dynamic, very interactive and always a really good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked, we should do that, Rick, in our, in our huddle, two compliments per person. Well, One, I was going to say, Cheryl, you look really nice today. And I thought your input in the meeting was excellent, just as a point. But <laughs> Thank sorry, you. See, doesn't take much effort. Um, but aside from like the social aspect, Renee, uh, you had mentioned, we, we were chatting a little bit before about how getting people to turn their video on or being a part of video conferencing um, was a real big challenge for you guys. So how did you overcome that hurdle and how did you get the employees engaged enough to want to show their face to want to interact and to want to have these conversations yeah so I think what we've learned in the last eight months is that preparation is key so warning people they're going to be on video um, if we have a team-wide call or a company-wide call where everyone's going to be on video I normally text my group to remind them um, they and they really appreciate it group chats are really helpful as well <laughs> um, so yeah so preparation is key and and that even kind of flows into when you're having conversations with your uh, reps and they, there's no going back and tapping someone on the shoulder because you forgot something. So you really want to be able to be prepared and make sure that you're covering off all the points you want to cover off uh, during the time you do have with them or when the time in the time that you're engaging with them because there's no water cooler talk. There's no tapping anyone on the shoulder right now. Exactly. Now, um, you know, one thing that uh, I have to ask you is, you know, your, your sales force is you guys have got a lot of very good experienced people there. You've got new people that are joining based on the great things you're doing with a Canadian wide reach with your technology platforms. Have you guys, you know, changed at all in terms of the profile of the person that you're bringing in as part of the culture? And I, I know I may be catching you cold on this, but 
you know, in a different world right now, you two head up kind of what the DNA of the, the, the team members are that make up the culture. I'm just wondering what you look for there. Yeah. So um, in terms of a profile for a rep, it hasn't changed too much. Um, Brianna and I have actually been doing a lot of training on personalities um, and trying to understand how to best work with different personalities rather than selecting a certain personality for a job. Um, so what we what we've kind of been doing rather than looking for a certain profile is um, looking how we can best manage uh, the profile that we're given. Um, so we want we want a lot of different people to be successful in sales. Uh, and I think they all have the different strengths that they can bring to the table and different customers that they can connect with. Um, so I think that's where we've been putting our focus. And then beyond that, I think we've really been trying to build our onboarding process so that it can translate to a virtual world. Um, being in person was a lot easier when you were onboarding someone because again, you could just, they could just walk up to your desk and ask you a question throughout the day. Um, but we've had to uh, prepare and take a lot more control of that process. That's I really think, Cheryl, point. that Renee's understating what they're really doing in their onboarding and, and in a virtual world. I think what you guys have done is excellent just in terms of providing some structure yeah. and, uh, you know, a lot of chatter on interviews. But I think you guys actually execute and help someone get up to speed and maximize their potential mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, a, a couple last questions in closing. And, Brian, I'll start with you. Um, if you had to kind of summarize some of the biggest lessons that you guys have learned over the last six months in terms of trying to build in and create this positive environment at Hub, um, what would you say that, that those lessons are? Yeah, so I think uh, the number one thing is going to be a regular cadence or, or touch points with our team. Um, so making sure we're setting the agenda and we're aligned on in terms of the activities that we're going to want them to complete in a day has been a big lesson learned for us. Typically, we would kind of come into the office with our own individual game plans. And there was a lot of uh, disalignment, I would say, at the beginning, but we, we got over that in terms of the virtual world. Um, and then just mimicking what uh, Renee said, so especially kind of during frustrated points of the day, or if there's a meeting that you need to prepare for, since we don't have the ability to turn around and tap someone on the shoulder, it's really important for us um, to be introspective as to how to problem solve and then leverage kind of the virtual platforms like Teams to make sure that we're uh, meeting with or engaging with our team on a regular basis. Good, Renee, did you have any, any uh, anything that you wanna to add to that before we wrap up when yeah. we talk about lessons? Yeah, the only uh, other lesson I kind of add there, um, I, there's been a lot, but one that really stands out to me um, is just encouraging our reps to reach out to clients um, and talk to them. Uh, there's a, been a lot of studies and uh, kind of chitter chatter around these micro connections that people need to make um, in order to feel like they are fulfilling the social aspects. Um, of their brain. So um, encouraging reps to just reach out to their clients, ask them how they're doing. I had some, I had one client keep me on the phone for 15 minutes talking about how his dog's going to miss him when he comes back to work and how he's trying to figure out his new running path. So um, I think that's been really important for clients to be able to have uh, a company that's there to support them, um, even if it's not for a sale, but just for them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, ladies, thank you so much, Brianna Renee, for joining us today. And I encourage everybody that's watching the show to connect with them on LinkedIn. Of course, visit the website, which is hubtgi.com for more information about their business and the services they offer. And uh, yeah, we have two guests for the first time. I don't think we've ever had two at a time, Rick. 
and uh, two millennials and awesome ones at that. You know, if, you, if you're watching now and you're listening to what Bree and I shouldn't go Brianna, sorry, I'm going by your nickname and Renee are saying, like, <laughs> these two represent uh, the whole team at Hub TGI. I just want to say congrats on what you're doing and Ajay as well. You guys are undisputed leaders in the Canadian market. And I think what you're doing is uh, setting a benchmark for others uh, to do just, and this is a glimpse of what they're doing, folks. I am looking forward though, uh, Bree and uh, Renee, to my invite to the uh, Rise and Grind physical workout. I don't know, <laughs> you maybe got you got my wrong email, but uh, thank you guys for joining us today and uh, keep doing what you're doing because I think uh, people are noticing and in a virtual world, uh, what you do digitally, I think is really showcasing uh, what Hub TGI is all about. And that's doing the right thing for customers and helping them with their technology problems and correcting mm -hmm. them in a way that's, you know, value driven uh, mm -hmm. from coast to coast. So congrats on that. Good episode, Cheryl. Thanks for yeah. getting these two superstars on. Good job. Absolutely. We'll see you next week, everybody.